Live from Los Angeles, welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. We're all about manifestation, transformation, and breakthroughs. It's time to claim your birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. So grab your tea or coffee because together we're awakening the world. May you live your truth. So today I'm going to get radically real with you on how I went through a big wall of fire to come to creating a $100 million vision. So let's do this thing. Welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. This is a top-rated podcast to help you turn your love for spirituality into a career. I'm Dr. Aaron, Dr. Divinity and founder of New Thought Global and Society. I'm a world-renowned spiritual leader committed to bringing you the best coaching tips, spiritual advice, trauma healing, universal law lessons. We are all about breakthroughs, transformations, and yes, quantum leaps. So let's break this on down, you guys. So I'm going to get really real and raw with you today. So it was about two months ago, and I sent a message to my team. And I said, I'm going to need your guys support. I'm not doing so well. It was the first time in my entire career of my entire adult life that I actually had experienced burnout for the very first time. And if you know anything about me, I am somebody who, if I am going through anything, I always go to source first. I go into meditation, into prayer, to my higher self. I'm a firm believer in doing the deep, deep work. And I know through the entire thing, having faith. So there I was. It was actually about 10 o'clock at night and my nervous system was completely overloaded. I had a zillion things to get done and it was like there was a button in my system. You know how like computers get too hot or your phone gets too hot and it'll literally have like that little symbol that comes up that's like, you know, system down, it's too hot. You know, it was like that in my body. And I realized in that moment that I needed to reach out to my team and get support. Something I just have never been accustomed to in my life. I'm one of those persons that really has a high, high um, stamina rate. I am able to do things that most people are not able to do. I'm able to withhold and sustain a lot of energy and a lot of moving parts. And at that point in time, my system, my spirit, my body, my mind, my emotions, everything. It was like, no, this isn't this. We're in game out. We're shutting the system down. And immediately my team totally rose to the occasion. I've never felt so supported in my life. It was really beautiful divine moment. So what happened is we call it the wall of fire, but we also call it a natural emergent evolution. There's a part of universal law that absolutely is a supply and demand. And in that moment, there was a decision, a powerful decision. It was what we call also the breakdown for the breakthrough. I'd reached my point. There was a point where it was enough. It was enough within my psyche, enough within my everything. And I really was at a point where I've given so many years to this work We've developed an incredible, incredible community, developed incredible programs that helps people, of course, do all their inner work, 
do all their inner trauma work through E4 trauma, break through all their limited beliefs, reprogram the subconscious mind, and birth their soul's purpose. We also help people really learn sales and marketing and being able to turn their love for spirituality into a career, whether they're using their own framework or whether they're coming in and getting accredited in our specific framework to be able to powerfully get transformation for, for their clients and to be able to understand sales and marketing to, you know, really do all that work. But what I didn't realize in this was that I was going to have to learn exponentially, you know, how to, how to not only delegate and build team, which has been huge for me. And now, and today we have such beautiful team, but what I didn't realize was that there is a natural place within each and every one of us that we're not designed to do the same thing over and over again. And this is, you know, I've been doing this work for decades, but we've only built this community. We're in year four. And there's this natural evolution that happens where we're not designed to do the same thing. I teach multiple times, about five times per week within our community. And I teach in other groups as well. And of course, at some points in those years, I was also doing Good Morning La La Land. We were having events out at, you know, five-star hotels and not to mention all the other stuff that goes on in your life, right? And I hit a wall. I've never missed one call training, even when I've, of course, I've had, you know, emergencies over the course of the years. I've only missed one call one time and it was for my son's wedding. So you can imagine that I'm not somebody that ever quite hits walls, right? So this was a really different thing for me to go through. I was like, whoa, my body was literally shutting down, not because of anything. I wasn't sick. I wasn't having, you know, there was no mental thing going on. It was literally like my body was saying no more, literally. And what I realized in this divine moment, as I surrendered into it, even faith, I never had fear in the middle of it. I absolutely knew that there was something going on for my growth. There was something going on for me in so many levels that was beyond my logical mind. And in the surrendering and handing over and, and immediately pulling in even more team, immediately calling in the new vision. I've had a profound vision, as you guys know, which is where our, our mission is to awaken a billion people on this planet. And how we know we absolutely will fulfill upon that mission is by developing world-class, world-renowned spiritual leaders and coaches, practitioners, and doctors of divinity, right? That's been our mission. And there's just, it's so clear. But what I really came to in that wall of fire and in that breakdown and in that surrendering to is that I'm rising up, that this is a natural thing. And in order to rise and take a quantum leap energetically, we cannot stay in the same dimension we're in. We cannot stay in the same place that we're at. We absolutely have to go to a completely new dimension. And so I've gone to a new dimension. I've gone to a new dimension in my consciousness. I've gone to a new dimension in the vision of how I see myself in the vision. I've gone to a new dimension of knowing and claiming my birthright of a vision of a hundred million dollars per year. 
And I'm so clear on this. I'm so in my power. I'm so in divine knowingness around this. It's not coming from a workaholic standpoint. It's not coming from, I need to be enough. It's not coming from any of that. It's coming from a clear claiming of my birthright of prosperity and knowing what I'm here to do on this planet. And so in that, you know, I kind of came to some major distinctions and you guys know I'm really about distinctions. So last night I was actually able to finally meet one of our leaders in our community, Lindsay and her husband. And, you know, uh, we have this beautiful community and these are people that like Lindsay, I, she's like family to me. We've spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, you know, in sessions and Zoom calls and, and her coaching people and all the beautiful stuff, witnessing her really in her transformation and her major bloom. And we sat down at this beautiful table for dinner last night. We had these deep, profound, conscious conversations. And her husband was amazing. And he just ran 140 miles barefoot. He's really into primal, you know, primal work. He loves the work we do. And we got into the conversation of stress. And as he shared his stresses of what his body went through and his mind went through and all that and the breakdown of him running 140 miles barefoot and getting to a place of having to surrender and watching himself, you know, puke and get sick and all those things that went on in the body for, for seeing how far he could push it, if you will. And, and finding the joy in, in that, that, that stress, right? And I shared about how I had the stress of what I went through within the company, how I really have been really, it, I had to go through that level of stress to get to this new paradigm that I'm in. And we shared and we began to conversate all three of us around, around these stresses and how the world look at stress as a bad thing, but there's this beautiful thing that happens in stress. One is say, for example, in the run in a runners, like they have what's called a second wind, right? A second runner's wind. And it turns on a new system, right? It's the same thing that happens, say in intermittent fasting is that our telomeres and our, our mitochondria and all of our cells have to really like stretch and grow to be able to survive in these places. And it's the same thing in consciousness. We call it a risk muscle in business where we're able to, to take on more stress, take on more responsibility, be able to have more risk in our investments, right? We, we want to build that muscle of the risk muscle, the fear muscle, the, all those things. And so there's this beautiful thing that happens when we push ourselves to our limits. First of all, we'll never know what our limit is. Second of all, we'll never know what rises out of that. And as we know, in say universal of emergent evolution, which is really the law of supply and demand and all this stuff, you know, what is this exactly, right? What, what is this? What happens within each and every one of us? And so during this evolution, this cause and effect of whatever we're creating in our life, upon demand for life to prevail, there emerges new properties, new consciousness, new evolution. For example, potentially, and now I'm questioning this whole thing, the fifth finger emerged out of the necessity for survival, right? And I question this because of the conscious, 
uh, conference I went to and how this is a total side note of how now we're finding that human beings actually came to this planet completely how they are in their DNA structure and that we really have not evolved. Okay. So this is a kind of a different conversation. So we're going a little bit off base for a minute, but coming back to the law of emergent evolution, we absolutely evolve in consciousness. Okay. So what happens is upon a supply and demand, when you get to that place, you're like, I've had it. I am done. I can't do this anymore. It's like we push so far and then something new emerges. And for me, this was my second, there was a whole new system. There's a whole new part of me that's emerged out of this kind of wall, which we call it the wall of fire. And what happens is when I'm developing soul-based entrepreneurs, when I'm developing profound world-class coaches, there's walls of fires that they'll go through. And some people quit, give up. And some people keep showing up and they work through those walls right? We say she who shows the F up wins, right? Like you got to move through those walls. You can't just bail out during those walls. Like that's going to happen. That's what makes a great crew, right? That's what makes an incredible team. They say uh, a crew on a ship is not a crew until they've gone through the storm. And it's the same with you and your business. It's the same with you in whether it be in a relationship or whatever, there's a place that we have to go through that is very uncomfortable, but if we stay in our comfort zone, then we'll never watch the law of evolution. We'll never watch the supply. We'll never watch what is possible. And look, this, this can come through just doing, you know, straight spiritual mind treatment and allowing the miracles to evolve. We can do it that way. It can happen many different ways. This new evolution, it doesn't have to be a breakdown for the breakthrough, but there's also, we have to supply the demand. We have to supply the demand. And we know this through, you know, beautiful, you know, work in our, in our work of new thought, ancient wisdom, you are the wisdom. It lives in every cell of you. It lives and breathes. You are the omnipotent source and the force and it's in you, but we'll never know our greatness until we actually demand it. It's the power of decision. It's that place within us that knows. And so in this, in this place, in this place of going into the parasympathetic and the sympathetic of that, you know, the stress and then the rejuvenation, the stress and the rejuvenation, and then going to some extremes that we don't even know, we get to this place of this law of supply and demand. And we, we come to a place and in that moment, you know, I surrendered into this. And as I slept that night, and as I woke up and all oh, my team and a new team and everyone was rising and people were literally like, my team was amazing. They're like, what do you need? We're here, whatever you need. I want every single thing you've got on your list still. And, and systems have gone in place that we've, we've, you know, the organization and, and, and the delegation and the different, you know, divisions and everything has come we've exponentially grown. And since this has happened two months ago. And so in this, a beautiful thing has emerged for me, which is rising, which is the reinvention. We are creators and I'm a creator. And when we reinvent ourselves, when we up level to the next level, what we get to do is we get to take a look at what we're truly committed to which I'm truly committed to bringing these teachings to the world, never even questioned it, 
even in that wall. I never questioned it. But what I did have to question and surrender was how I was doing it. And in releasing that how, because we call that outlining, we don't try and fix, force it or control it or make it happen. Surrendering past that and getting committed. You know what I got committed to? I got really committed to zero stress. That's what I got committed to. I never questioned my commitment to the movement. Absolutely not. Not even for an instant. But what I really questioned was how I was going about doing it. And in that surrender and in that commitment, the recommitment to, to my mission and to the recommitment to zero stress, what came out of that was an absolute new vision, an up-leveling, a reinvention of that vision. And the vision, of course, took on a huge, and it literally, as, and as we know, right, right as you decide, right as you decide, I decided, here I am, I'm absolutely a thousand percent, even more committed to fulfilling upon my mission of awakening a billion people and how I know I will fulfill upon that and how we fulfill upon that is by developing world-class, world-renowned spiritual leaders and coaches, bringing E4 and the truth triangle and new that ancient wisdom to the world. And in that commitment, that vision of zero stress, the universe completely conspired, completely brought everything and landed in my lap. It landed straight in my lap, straight in my lap. And so we absolutely are pivoting in the most beautiful, incredible way. Not much is going to change if you're in the community and if you're, you know, in any of our programs, not a lot's going to change. I mean, some things are definitely changing, but really it's just a pivot. There's minor tweaks. And what it means is that I'm rising so the leaders can rise. So I am pretty much announcing that there are self-coaching program, which is a spiritual warrior, which I teach every week. This is the last quarter, I'm going to be teaching it every week live. You're going to have me after this quarter, you're going to have me once a month, and you're going to have other leaders, the leaders that have been with me for multiple years and have profound consciousness, there will still be live coaching calls every single day, Monday through Friday, and even on the weekends, sometimes there will still be incredible E4 trauma method, there will still be all the truth triangle, there'll still be everything profound things for you to break through your mindset and get all your business stuff and do all that work together in the spiritual entrepreneur program. But after this quarter, I won't be teaching it live every week because this is natural. It's natural to evolve. I'm no longer supposed to be teaching the same thing over and over every week. Now I rise. Now the focus will have all we're getting, we're up-leveling everything in the back, automating and, and having beautiful up-leveling everything. We're restructuring it even better. So everyone's going to get even more and more and more. We officially have the E4 trauma method is accredited with, with CPD. We literally have one of the most profound programs. One of uh, my mentors that helped us get accredited 
She said, do you know that your program for E4 Trauma Method and your, your spiritual coach program uh, is more advanced and more hours and things than Oxford? Like, she's like, you have such advanced work and you really develop people. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to put out halfway coaches. I'm not going to do that. I, I, we take pride in our work and people are doing trauma healing coaching. So we can't just, you know, have it be, you know, one quarter and go have at it. Right. And we're doing it where you can actually come in for at your own pace, but it is 180 hours. So it's profound work. I will still be teaching in there and we'll still do great profound work. But what I know is that I will not always be teaching that live. There will be a point in time where I will not be teaching that. We will have all the presentations. We will have everything and other coaches will be coaching because it's natural. It's natural to no longer do what you're doing now. And you too will also no longer be doing what you're doing. You know, I was thinking back, you know, I went into a, into a studio this last week to record a bunch of videos and stuff. And I was going back through some of the, my story of the evolution, you know, and looking at all the reinventions over the course of the year. And I remember when I was in my twenties, I had this whole incredible vision of saying, I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars per year. And back then that was a lot of money and it was a big dream. And it was, I was coming from, you know, I grew up pretty much poor. I went to the thrift store. I waited tables, you know, through high school and college. I went to the thrift store for my son's clothes. Like I was literally poor. <laughs> so for me to have the goal of a hundred thousand dollars, that was a big goal. And I did it. I remember having the goal of becoming a millionaire and thinking, this is such a big dream. I'm maybe delusional. And I did it before I was 30. I saved a million dollars, right? I remember the first time having a goal of making $100,000 per month, and I did it. And as I have chills going down my spine right now, I say this because I know right now in this vision, the new vision, which is $100 million per year, that we absolutely will reach that goal. And it's not about getting a bunch of money. It's about becoming the mental equivalent of somebody who is able to do that with zero stress, with having a profound team, with designing it however we want to design it, getting profound results and producing extraordinary coaches and leaders. And I just want to, I just want, I want to say this because I, 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 I want to know it's possible. You know what I mean? I want you to know it's possible. I remember a little girl came in my house one day. I was, uh, I had a home up in Park City, Utah, and I had, I had been a millionaire. I'd worked my tushy off, you know, and, and I remember some friends came over, I had a little get together and they came over with their two little girls. And one of the little girls came in and I said, hi, you guys, you know, I opened the door and was greeting them. And she took a look and she kind of looked up because I had this really huge grand, like 7,400 square foot home on a signature golf course in, in Park City. And she looked at me. She looked at the house. She looked way up to this huge vaulted ceiling. She looked at her mom and she looked at me and she said, it's just your house. You're not married. And I said, no, I'm not married. And she goes, this is your house. Did you buy this house? And I said, yeah. And she, and she, she, she had this look, she looked at her mom and, and I could tell she was like, what? Like it was out of her construct as a little girl. And not that it's good that I was, wasn't married or anything like that. It's just that 
for me growing up as a little girl as well, I never had any role models as women of the possibility. And I'm all for marriage. I'm all for family. I'm all for whatever people want in their expression. But what I also know is that my grandmother was not happy. She had a lot of money my, on my dad's side of the family. My grandmother had a lot of money and I think she had a lot of regrets. I really truly believe that on her deathbed, she had a lot of regrets. And one, one was that she just didn't fully, she wasn't fully expressed in this life. She was in a marriage that was fine, but she, you could tell she just, she hadn't lived her dream life. She hadn't lived out what she was here to do on this planet and why it matters, why it matters for me to fulfill upon the mission of awakening billion people, the mission of making a hundred million dollars per year is because it is important to know our true potential and that we are creators and that I can create a hundred million dollars with zero stress. And that is absolutely my commitment. That's not a goal necessarily. Yes, that's a goal. That's a vision. But what is backing of is not about getting a hundred million dollars. It's becoming that big of a container with an incredible team and an incredible mission with incredible products, world renowned, the best of the best products in the industry. And not only just those great products, not even just that, but taking a movement and bringing this work out to the world. And I'm just so excited. I'm in total peace. I'm in total power. I have been meditating a lot, getting really clear in my daily spiritual practice. And I am so grateful to have experienced the very first uh, you know, uh, burnout. I'd, I'd never experienced burnout I'd, in my entire life. I didn't even know what that was. And I now have more understanding and compassion. I've been overwhelmed. Don't get me wrong. I've done all kinds of like, I've been completely frustrated. There was years and years when I said I was coaching where I didn't even have a, a client, right? There was years and years where I'd go around and try and, you know, get a bunch of information and shuffle it together and not actually, you know, get coaches. There was years and years where I would go to a bunch of free events and free, you know, get freebies and, and get in people's funnels and do all this stuff. And I didn't even know, I, I wasn't willing to pay for a coach. Right. And so I know that suffering. I know what it's like to have a hobby and not an actual business. I know what it's like to feel like imposter syndrome because you don't actually, you're not actually doing what you're saying. I know what it's like to say I'm a coach or say I'm a leader and then still be in a codependent relationship and sending insane texts to somebody. I know, I know what it's like, you guys. I know what it's like to not even be able to barely afford groceries for my son. I know what it's like to to be in scarcity and have money. I know what it's like. And what I know for sure is I know what it's like also to be in my peace and power and to be in flow. And so I'm grateful to be transparent and real and raw with you today, knowing that stress is a beautiful thing. There's a time and a place to be stressed and there's a time and a place to be stress-free. And that doesn't mean my commitment is not about having no stress, meaning I am fully committed to good stress. I am fully committed to releasing stress that does not need to happen. I'm all about for the stress to push myself in ways. And I'm all about releasing any stress that it does not need to happen. And so I'm just saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that second wind. Thank you for that 
law of supply and demand. Thank you for knowing these truths. Thank you for understanding how the subconscious mind is one with the divine mind, that it's one with the universal law. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the great leaders in our community. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the great wisdom of the coaches that are coaching me right now, the CEO coaches that I have that I pay a lot of money for. Thank you for understanding how the law works, knowing that if I want to have high paying clients that I have to be willing to pay for a high paying coach I am so grateful to know that I don't have to do it alone. I'm so grateful that other people have done it before me that I get to hire the best experts and have the best team and exponentially pay it out as well. I am so grateful to know the flow of currency and my divine birthright of prosperity and vitality and love and all the above. And so I just say, yes, 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 you guys, I am, I am done playing small. I am done with excuses from people. I am done with going around and around circles, okay? If you are in my universe, I am going to kick your ass and take names and because I care about you that much. Because I am done with spiritualists that are broke and and justifying their their scarcity. Okay? I'm done. I'm done with the excuses. I'm done with not implementing things. I'm done with not having spiritual practices. That's another thing we're definitely implementing in our community. It is imperative to have a powerful spiritual practice. You cannot be a spiritual leader and not be tapped in, tuned in and turned on. It is impossible. So in this, I'm just saying yes to me, saying yes to a hell yes to this vision. I'm saying yes to our community. I'm saying yes to all of our profound teachings. I'm saying yes to having the world's best soul-based coaching program that is based in universal law, E4 trauma method, and the profound teachings that we have in New Thought, ancient wisdom, your divine birthright truth. It is done, 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 as together we say, and so it is. Yes, yes, yes. And on that note, you guys, this Monday, this coming week is a five-day challenge, and it it might, and I don't want to say it's my last one, but I'm going to say that it very well could be my very last live five-day challenge. Don't mark my word on that because we might do it again, but it is in the way that we are developing the marketing, everything. I don't think it's going to be part of our world anymore. So I would love to say, get your tissue in there. We're going to be implementing this over the next little bit. You're going to see a lot of pivots inside, which are all up-leveling the entire thing. I will still be teaching coaching. I will still be teaching the practitioner and teacher and Dr. Divinity, all those things, but everything's pivoting. Everything is going upscaling, up-leveling everything. So I just say, get in that five-day challenge. You can find it in my link across on Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can DM me and you can go to New Thought Global com as well there. So have a beautiful blessed day and may you live your truth.